Hey everyone, welcome. Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. Glad you joined us this week to be happier. Worry less about what people think eight things can help. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Again, this is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Here we talk about my four tenets of equanimity, broad categories that involve health, healthy relationships, healthy, intimate relationships, and satisfying work. A lot of leadership conversations as well. Usually 10, 12, 15 minutes at most is the duration of the podcast, and we dive into some actionable steps that I think can be advantageous as you continue on your personal growth journey. Please subscribe to the podcast. Rate, review always helps and much appreciated and then go over to weatherology.com find me under about us at the top of that page links to linkedin facebook instagram on twitter now youtube as well and then grab the weatherology mobile app it's free fantastic and i think you'll love it You know, many people struggle with this idea of letting the opinions of other people impact their self-confidence and their self-esteem. It's ubiquitous, human desire to feel appreciated. And many people place a very heavy emphasis on what other people think. Many of these uncomfortable feelings that result as a product of that obsession trace back to childhood. Shame, perfection, often the catalysts that drive that internal discourse based on conditions that we were strongly associated with when we were younger. It's a form of affection. Parents, teachers, bullies, they can impact how we perceive acceptance. And many of those memories from our past can be linked to the insecurities and the feelings of unworthiness we feel in the present time as a product of this social comparison kabuki theater we're involved in. Once we understand that feeling appreciated isn't a bad thing, we strive to achieve balance between being appreciated by the right people and diminishing the opinions of people that may have malicious intentions. And as we look around in our world today, there's lots of people that do. Care about what other people think and you will always be a prisoner. That's a fact. So to be happier, worry less about what people think. Do eight things. First of all, reality. You know, people don't think about us as much as we believe they do. We are obsessed with this idea that everybody's watching us, forming opinions about us just because they glanced in our direction. Once we embrace that reality, that that's just not true, it liberates our thoughts to spend less time contemplating what other people think. We appreciate they don't care as much as we think they do. In addition, we remind ourselves that everyone has their own insecurities. We're all like. The people you think care so much about us have their own problems to confront. Once we come to terms with that reality, life gets much better. Imagination. People gravitate in the direction of cognitive distortions, negative thinking that can impact our mood. That causes us to assume the worst and then we jump to conclusions. Notice when we start to let our imagination begin to wander and then question the efficacy of our thinking. Much of what we worry about is a product of our imagination, folks. Perfect. 
perfectionism. Many people wrestle with a perfectionist mentality. They believe if they do perfect work, they will receive all the accolades, all the approbations, their little heart desires. When we seek love and admiration from the people that we care about the most, it sets us up for a great relationship with perfection. We come to appreciate that perfection doesn't exist. It's something that we create in the spirit of achieving great results that we believe will result in tremendous accomplishment, when in fact doing quality work should be our primary focus. When we seek love and admiration from the wrong sources, it sets us up for disappointment. Not to mention, perfection is an illusion, and people's opinions have nothing to do with us and everything to do with them. Next, self-discovery. And you'll see plenty of alternatives to the reality of discovering authenticity and self-discovery. That's why the social scientists, the academics, and the politicians have dreamed up these tribal concepts that people gravitate toward under the auspices that I'm a good person if I belong to this group or because of my odd, peculiar uncertainties in life, this makes me feel good. And so people gravitate in the direction of substituting the hard work of personal personal growth, the pain of personal development in favor of group identity, which basically provides people with this notion that we're assimilating into the identity of another person so that the boundaries of individuals are ambiguous in favor of this group identification. That's not authenticity. That's not self-discovery, folks. Well-intended parents, guilty of the same thing sometimes when they push us in the direction of following a specific career path that has nothing to do with our our primary interests simply because it pays well or because it has credibility or prestige associated with it. When we focus on developing our authentic voice, we spend less time seeking the validation of groups and people on social media that think we're swell because we put up a banner that demonstrates our fealty to a specific cause. That's not authenticity. It's not self-discovery. To get serious about finding happiness in life, this path requires persistence, tenacity, focus, and hard work, and pain, and struggle. And guess what? Those aren't popular words with lazy people that just want to ease through life, jump up and down and shout about what they believe in, but basically stay broke, get nowhere in life, and absolutely make no positive impact. Sorry, truth hurts sometimes, but self-discovery, it's a journey that lasts a lifetime, and it's incredibly hard work. Dr. Seuss said this, be who you are, say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, those that do matter don't mind. Next are friends. Much of the negative feelings associated with feelings of acceptedness originate from our social environments. Quality friends matter. We know that. How often have I said that? Hanging around perimeter friends that constantly undermine our efforts to grow. That's exhausting. People that are jealous, envious, pretentious, make social comparisons. You know, people come in and out of our life for a reason. When those people show up that demonstrate these types of qualities, extricate those people immediately from your social circle. They're parasites, they're parsimonious, and they live with this low self-esteem and they operate with low emotional intelligence and they do no benefit to our long-term growth. To build confidence, quality friends make a difference.
vulnerability. Learning to walk alone, that takes guts and courage, and that requires being vulnerable. Sometimes we have to pull away from unhealthy people, and we have to have the courage to be true to ourselves before we can experience the joy of empowering people in our lives that give us the emotional support we deserve. Once we accept the pain of personal growth and making difficult transitions as we move away from certain people, we make progress and we learn to embrace the discomfort of personal improvement, but enhancing our quality of life in the process. Help. You know, the barriers we face to reconcile with our past can be incredibly difficult. If you're experiencing some trauma that contributes to your feelings of insecurity, maybe it's a good time to seek some professional support. There's no shame in that. Asking for help, it's an act of courage. And there's plenty of experienced, competent professionals that are well-versed in these areas that can help us work through these issues. I highly encourage you to take that step, do some due diligence, find a good person that you like that you think can help you work through these problems and take it seriously and make the commitment necessary to see actual improvement. And finally, learn to love ourselves. I can't begin to tell you how much I enjoy my own company. I spend hours alone and take great satisfaction in being in nature by myself. It's humbling. It's inspiring. Until we learn to love ourselves, we often rely on the opinion of other people to validate our self-worth. Learn to make our own opinions matter, and then we won't need to worry about what everybody else thinks all the time. You know, no name-calling truly bites deep unless in some dark part of us we believe it. If we are confident enough in ourselves, comfortable being alone, that is just noise that makes no impact on us. Hope you took advantage of this conversation today on overcoming the urge to place too much emphasis on the opinions of others. Eight things I think we can do to make a difference to improve that. And I hope you apply these eight tips in your life this week. Let's get together next week. Until then, I'm Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. Let's stay focused. Let's stay positive, And let's stay optimistic.